Welcome back to Women's Wealth, The Middle Way, the show that answers your questions about work, money, and family. My name is Susan McGlory Michael, and I am the CEO and founder of Glen Eagle, a wealth management firm in New Jersey. My name is Carol Ann Fernandez, and I'm the COO of Glen Eagle. Our guest today is Dr. Sherry Mello, an audiologist at the Raleigh Hearing and Tinnitus Center. While conducting curbside appointments due to the COVID-19 pandemic, Dr. Mello realized that her patients were struggling to hear and understand her because she was wearing a face mask. Now she's working on an innovative solution to that problem. Welcome, Dr. Mello. Thank you for having me. So to get us started, do you mind just sharing with our listeners a little bit of your background and what made you decide to become an audiologist? So it starts off when I was 10 years old in Girl Scouts, believe it or not, and working on some badges in Girl Scouts, I've come to find out that I really enjoyed helping people, and I knew I wanted to pursue a career where I made a difference in people's lives. So when I went into college, of course, it's always a roundabout way where we end up, but I started in teaching and then went to teacher of the blind and then went to speech pathology, and then in my graduate program, settled on audiology. It just fit me well, and that's where it all began. Out of college, when I graduated, I worked in an ENT office in Milford, Massachusetts, and then I went to work for a manufacturer of hearing aids in Massachusetts again, met my husband, who is an electrical engineer, and we moved out oh, wow. to the headquarters. Mm -hmm. the headquarters of that hearing aid manufacturer, and he was head of quality control, and I worked my way up to director of government services where I handled every VA, Navy hospital in the country selling our product. And then we had kids, kind of settled down a little bit, and ended up in Raleigh, North Carolina, where I opened up my own private practice. So that's my story in a nutshell. Wow. Did your Um, husband still work with you? No, he does not. He works for electrical engineering in a lighting company. But we miss working together. It was a lot of fun because we were both so high up in the company. We were invited to some meetings, and I was the biggest account, and he was head of quality control. So you can see there were some issues with that sometimes. So we decided to retire <laughs> from that career. And so As now I want to work in a family business. I definitely understand that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Very good. Very good. So to survive that marriage, we settled on me being in North Carolina near family to help with raising children. We were out in Minnesota all by ourselves. And so I opened up a private practice here in Raleigh. I have two other doctors of audiology, so there's three providers here, and we just want to serve our community. And with the COVID-19, we were having difficulty out in the parking lot serving our customers curbside, and we were really just open for people who were having trouble, hearing aids breaking down, not working, and so that's why we stayed open through the pandemic to help with those people. And we are backed up to a busy street, and so the traffic noise was a problem when I went out with covered masks to serve our clients in the parking lot. And I thought, okay, there's got to be a helpful way to get through this 
face covering because we all rely so much on visual cues when we talk to people. That tells us their mood. It tells us how they're receiving our information, whether they're mad at us or happy with what we're saying. So with nose and mouth covered, that's really, really hard to tell emotion. It's hard to tell if you're communicating effectively. It's hard with the hearing impaired, with the lip reading or visual cues with that. It cuts down on your volume because you're covered by 10 dB, which is quite a lot. So we were finding that we had to speak slowly and we had to raise our voice a little bit. So that prompted me to find a solution. And so we, as audiologists, doctors of audiology with private practice, of course, you can imagine there's Facebook groups for everybody, and there's one for us. And so went on and posing the question, come to find out there was a college student in her senior year studying deaf education in Kentucky who developed a pattern that you could sew this mask at home. Now, if you go online and you Google clear masks, you can certainly find some online. But I thought, oh, how wonderful this student was able to come out with this pattern and offered the pattern to anybody who wanted it because it was just a community effort. Nobody was out to make any money or go into mass production. It was just, this is what you can do at home. So I was able to obtain the pattern. And so I just sent it out to my patient base and said, calling all sewers, we need your help. This is what we're looking to do. I have the pattern, if anybody can help us. Well, within 24 hours, I got 10 of my patients to say, we'll sew for you. So I sent the patterns to the 10 patients, and within five days, a week or so, they dropped off maybe, I would say, 30 masks, hand-sewn. And so we went through our database, and we picked out the patients with the most severe hearing loss, and we wrote a letter to them that we were gifting them a mask for free. And the local news got wind of that, and so I went on the local TV news station with the story, and then the story goes from there. CNN picked it up, and all these people picked it up. On the news, they said I was giving out free masks. Well, yes, to my patients. (laughs) But now we have calls from all over the country, and these stories are just so heartfelt. They're crying with, oh, my gosh, this is a solution that I needed. And so we have contacted our sewers and said, you got to sew more masks because we're supplying one free for anybody that calls until supplies run out. We don't care where you live. This is a story that's so needed right now because, (laughs) you know, there's so so many uh, unpositive things going on that it's great to hear something that's so helpful. Did you you and the college student get a chance to connect actually or did you just find it from her? I just found it, and no, we have not connected, and I don't think she meant for this to go that big, and I didn't want to bother her with finals (laughs) and everything. And I think a lot of us audiologists are finding the pattern and helping people in our community, so it is nationwide. Of course, I'm in a group that's nationwide, so we all decided, let's try to do this. And so there are other people, even as far as Alaska, that's getting this on the news or in the newspaper, so people can make these masks themselves if they're good sewers or find a friend. And so the pattern is just disseminating out in the nation, I guess. And what are some ways that, you know, if you're not hearing impaired, but maybe you come across someone who's hearing impaired, what are some ways if you are wearing a mask, hopefully one that is clear, but if it's not, that maybe you could help solve that issue? 
Absolutely, absolutely. So when you're wearing these masks, like I said, the volume cuts down. So you want to talk slowly. You want to face the person. You want to be in the same room as the person if you can, so they can see your eyes, uh, not try to talk from another room. We do this all day long without wearing face coverings. People just, because it's an invisible handicapped, they don't realize that the hearing impaired have trouble hearing from a distance or if your head is in the refrigerator and you're trying to ask a question to a hearing impaired person, they can't hear you. So just all the rules that apply, whether you're wearing a mask or not, just again, be in the same room, talk slow, rephrase if you have to, don't ask the same question over and over if they don't understand you. It means they don't understand a certain word, so try to change the word and just be in the same room with them when you're talking to them. Wow, yeah, no, that's very helpful because I think sometimes we get so caught up, especially with all this going on, that we forget it's not easy for everyone that it may be for us to hear someone clearly. Right. So you mentioned that you're getting a lot of requests since you mentioned that you were giving free masks to patients, but how has this impacted your practice? Have you seen a big uptick in people wanting to work with you guys or just in people wanting to help? What has kind of been the impact? (laughs) It has been amazing. Another local news station wanted to run the story, and so anybody who calls me that wants to talk about it, I'm happy to talk about it. We're not looking for any publicity. That wasn't the intent. It was really just to get a feel-good story out there with all this negativity going on. But yes, we have had people contact us that didn't know we were here, that want to maybe send patients to us some physical therapy for balance because we do falls risk assessments because hearing is connected to balance. We are going out now this afternoon. We just printed off some material that we are going to local grocery stores and ask them to hang a sign because we have had three patients so far, when they're in a grocery store, remove their mask that the elastic is behind their ear. And if they wear hearing aids that go behind the ear, the hearing aids are going flying when they remove the mask and they're losing very expensive hearing aids. So we are going and posting some flyers in the grocery store saying, if you find a hearing aid, please call us because every hearing aid has a serial number on it. And we're able to track that down through our manufacturers that we use. So that's, again, just another thing that people aren't thinking of, that we can easily lose hearing aids. And hearing aids are very expensive because they're many computers. So that's a lot of money that people are losing. So if we can help out and try to track hearing aids down and get them back to the rightful owners, that's another way we're trying to help out in the community. Thank you so much for sharing all this information in just a short amount of time. I've learned a lot. I'm sure our listeners have enjoyed hearing about what you are doing and now finding ways that we can help individuals that may be hearing impaired that we're not even thinking about until listening to all that you're doing. So we really appreciate you joining us today and all that you're doing to help your local community, but also making others aware of these issues. Oh, thank you very much for having me. I enjoyed being on your podcast. Stay safe and well. Thanks for tuning into today's episode of Women's Wealth, The Middle Way. Make sure to subscribe to us and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast app. Join us for new episodes every other Wednesday. See you in two weeks.